Welcome to the Good Word Podcast, where we will be shining light into this dark world and giving people Jesus and the words that he spoke. Today, we will be talking about why are you like that? Who am I? We... Yeah, they'll figure it out. So, I'm Nazareth Weaver. I'm Lucas Bernstein. And I'm your host, Jackson Walker. Not our host. I'm the host with the most. We're all the hosts, so. We're, like, just in this together, you know, like. Okay, so. Wildcat, sing it loud. Something with a crowd and pound. I don't mind to do it. Let's go do it. Come on. This band kid. Okay. All these riz together with the, no, we don't he also it. has no riz, but. Okay, so our verse for today is going to be Proverbs twenty four sixteen, And it says, A righteous person may fall seven times, but he gets up again. However, in a disaster, wicked people fall. Okay, let's read some more of that because I feel like that doesn't give me everything. Okay, that does give me everything. So, I'm just going to read it again. A righteous person may fall seven times, but he gets up again. However, in a disaster, wicked people fall. So, I'm, I'm, I'm about to cook. About to cook now. Ooh, he cooking. So, yes sir. Up the steak I'm about to give to y'all. Alright, so, I just wanted to say that, so, in a walk, our walk with God as a teenager, we are destined to fall. Nobody's perfect. We're gonna sin. But God always wants us to come back to Him, to get back up. And in Scripture, seven doesn't mean literally seven times. Because we all know that we're gonna fall more than seven times. But I'm pretty sure seven is like the number of perfection or God's number. And so what that means is that we will fall so many times, but in the end, we'll be perfected. And that doesn't mean on earth. That'll mean when we get to heaven. But, um, okay. Yeah, so if it is it is currently 12.30 in the morning. So, but we have word for But we have a word for y'all, and that's just why we're here. Well, you have a couple words for y'all. We're we're gonna be pumping them out. We're gonna get like five in by like three o'clock this morning. So keep keep no keep mind. it tuned. You yeah, like one and be like, oh. no, you're not. But um, so seven. That's God's number. Number perfection. Perfection, as far as I know. And so that means that we will be perfected in the end. And so as long as we keep giving it to God, as long as we repent, He will. Accept us as we are, as long as we're still longing for him, trying to get closer to him. And as long as we keep seeking him first, because there can be so many distractions, and we just have to put him first at the front of our day and in the top of our, in the front of our mind and always worship him and love him more than anything because he is what gives us life. He is who saved us, and he's the only thing that really matters because in the end, when we die, it's one of two places, and if we don't follow God, then 
It's not good. I'll just say that. And God just wants us to follow him and he he wants what's best for us. He wants us to repent and come back to him. Jackson wants to speak, so getting he's cut. getting the mic. He's gonna, cook, so. he's gonna be he's... prepared, y'all. Be prepared. Jackson. Jackson's about to cook. Alright. Let's let's hear it. Let's see that the No. No make me on. Be prepared, y'all. Okay, okay, okay. So so in first John, first John one, first John one nine it says God is faithful and reliable. If we confess our sins, he forgives them and cleanses us from everything we've done wrong. From some things we did wrong, a little bit of things, a thing we did wrong. Is that is that what he cleanses us from? Is one thing? He cleanses us from everything we do wrong. Yeah, that will probably not get in the So Go for it. I'm listening. Okay, so he cleanses us from everything that we do wrong. So Whenever you make a decision to, whenever you sin, which sin is like making a decision. So whenever you, oh yeah, I got something to say about that. Sorry, I'm. So I'm I'm starting to become Pastor Nick, and I don't really like it. But you know that might be a good idea. But um, but sin, it's not just like. But sin um, isn't just, like, something that just happens. Like, it's a premeditated action. And you, the Bible says to take every thought captive. So if we're really walking in the Spirit, walking with God, we should be able to sin way less because we'll be taking those thoughts captive that want us to sin. We'll be taking those thoughts captive and giving them to God instead of letting them stay in our mind so that we won't sin. So... Take every thought captive. Give it to God. So when we take every thought captive, and as Christians, that helps us sin less. But it's not going to make us not sin at all. It's not going to take it out. Because at the end of the day, we're still in this world. And that's really the main problem with it. So... We can try our hardest not to sin, but um, when it happens, it's going to happen because we're not perfect. And I don't think I'll, I'll stop sinning until I die and then rise again yeah. three days after. It's not possible. God said that in the Bible it says that no man is perfect and that um, two different verses, but no man is perfect is one. And then um, another one is on the day of Christ's coming, we will be perfected. And it's just like when we're not perfect now, but we will be. And even though we can't be perfect now, we should still always strive for perfection. Because there's a saying, secular saying, that is um, shoot for the moon, end on a star, end up on a star. And it's just like aim for perfection and you'll achieve greatness. Okay, so... What was it? First, cha- first John one nine. I love how John has like what is it? Four books. Wait, was first John first second? Wait, were the the last Johns old Johns? Oh, so yeah, first John. So whatever. First John, second John, third John. All when John was old, and then John was like 
when he wasn't that old. So, anyways, it's God is faithful and reliable. If we confess our sins, he forgives them, and he cleanses us from everything we've done wrong. Now, not only does this... I'll, I will punch both of y'all individually. Okay, so... Our bad. Um, so, whenever we... I, I love this saying lay our sins at the feet of the Lord. In that verse he's reading, read, is going to read, it says that God is reliable and we can always trust him to forgive our sins. It's not like we sin and we repent and he forgives us and then the next day we sin and we repent and he doesn't forgive us. That's not how God is. He's always He's always going to forgive us. And um, his grace and mercy is a is is a Bible verse. It says his grace and mercy is more than enough for us. So no matter how much we mess up, God is always gonna have more than enough grace for us to forgive our sins. Okay. So the verse is in first John. Okay. First John chapter one, um, verse nine. God is faithful and reliable. If we confess our sins, he forgives them and he cleanses them from everything we've done wrong. But, it doesn't stop there and I'm going to get into that in a minute. But with that, you know, every time you mess up, you sin, don't beat yourself up. As Christians, we tend to feel like it's taking us further away from God whenever we sin. When in reality, when that talking to God about, oh, I repent, I give him that sin, that's building our relationship. That's forming that foundation for the mansion we're getting in heaven. So, but it doesn't stop there. So it says, if we say we have never sinned, we turn God into a liar and his word is not in us. God isn't a liar, okay? His word is, he's, he's the way, the truth, and life. Simple as that. And it's what you say when you accept the Lord. Anyways, so with this, um, and to put it all together, because it's a little bit messy, whenever you're a Christian, don't go around thinking, Oh, I'm I'm gonna be Jesus immediately. It's gonna take time, whether you're a baby Christian, whether you've been a Christian your entire life, whether you're like a young Christian and you've been a Christian your entire life or you're 70 and you've been a Christian your entire life it's not gonna you just it's just part of being human it's part of being in the world and all we can do is strive for the best possible and I know that's just regurgitating what Naz said so I'm gonna I'm gonna add on to this and what I have to add is that as we follow God we go to church and um I said this earlier but we become Christians we do not however become Christ I follow Jesus I'm not Jesus so if if, if I'm if I sin don't be like oh you're a Christian you mean I know I know I'm aware I'm I know I'm not supposed to sin so um I mean it's cool to call me out on stuff but don't be a mean about it. Something that um, I just want to address real quick is if you call yourself a Christian, please live 
like Christ. Like, I know we all slip up and fall, but I can't tell you how many times that people have went away from Jesus because of the church, because of the body of Christ that claims to be the body of Christ, and they claim to be Christians. And, like, as I think it was Muhammad Gandhi said, I have no problem with your Christ. I love your Christ, but it's your Christians that I have a problem with. And if we really actually lived like Christ, imagine how many people, more people would be Christians because of our influences on their lives. Okay, so, unfortunately, Christian culture has become... I don't want to say hateful, but unfortunately it has. Whether that to be people with different political views, whether that to be people who, you know, don't support the same figure, which is different political views, but, you know, you don't support the same guy I support, uh, you're pro this, pro that, or you're, oh, you're LGBT plus whatever. Even though we don't agree with these people, even though these people do not align with our views. We cannot hate them because of that. Our, actually, as Christians, our job is to love them. The Bible says to love their neighbor. Yeah, we become a very uh, hateful cr- culture. Um, and so, okay, okay. We become a very hateful culture. And we're driving people away from the Lord. And that's not what we we should be doing. Whether that be Lucas's turn. So, we're about to wrap it up, but I just wanted to give the mic to Lucas, see if he has anything to say about any of this, or if he has anything to add, because he's been pretty quiet. Every time I reach for the mic, you guys, one of you guys take it. But I feel like a lot of my points ended up being talked about. But yeah, I mean... They really did touch all the points. So I do want to say we appreciate you for joining us on episode one of the Good Word podcast, learning about sin. And here is Jackson to to pray us out because Jackson is the boss at praying. Jesus, we're just so grateful that you brought us together for another day that you've woken us up. Well, that you woke us up. And that, Father God, I'm just so grateful that you woke us up and you brought us together, Father, that we've had this day full of baptisms and spending time together and building a relationship with each other and you, Father. I'm just so happy that, that you have given us all these opportunities and we really want to take time out of our day to worship you. So as we pray, we also add that we worship you with everything we do, that we pray that it brings you glory, Father, that it pushes your kingdom, that it expands your kingdom, Father, because we know that the world really needs us right now, Father. And I pray that everything after this that we do with this moving forward is much better than what we're doing right now, Father, that this is just the rough idea to whatever the beautiful pavement plan that you have for us father i pray all these things in your name father in jesus name i say amen amen this is the good word podcast with nazareth weaver lucas bernstein jackson and i just wanted to say thank you for listening and, and-
Jack in the background. He's a, he's a character. But, uh, just don't listen. Thank you for listening. Catch you in episode two. Share with your friends. And God bless.